Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, proudly delivering healthcare services across Iowa, specializing in mental health, substance use disorder treatment, and medical care with a special focus on LGBTQIA plus healthcare. More at ucsonline.org. Today is Friday. It's the 11th of August. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. A jury has acquitted a Swisher man of charges related to driving his vehicle through a line of protesters crossing the street last year in Cedar Rapids. Jurors say David Allen Houston is not guilty of assault using his vehicle as a dangerous weapon or of leaving the scene where he injured people. The protesters were at an abortion rights rally. Houston's defense argued he had the right to drive through the protesters because his traffic light was green. Houston's case was prosecuted by Blackhawk County attorney because the Lynn County attorney, Nick Maybanks, was present at the incident, taking part in the protest. There were at least two people taken to a hospital with minor injuries. Republican presidential candidates are arriving at the Iowa State Fair to ask voters for support in January's Iowa caucuses. In his appearance at the fair yesterday, former Vice President Mike Pence was asked about his actions on January 6, 2021. IPR's Grant Gerlach reports. Pence took several questions in his appearance at the Des Moines Register political soapbox. One man asked why Pence, quote, committed treason on January 6th. Some supporters of former President Donald Trump consider Pence disloyal for overseeing the electoral vote count. Pence did not name Trump directly, but responded that he obeyed what the Constitution requires, despite pressure from the former president and his attorneys. I mean, look, there's almost no idea more un-American than the notion that any one person could pick the American president. I mean, the American presidency belongs to the American people and the American people alone. Pence says GOP voters should pick a new leader for the party, starting with the January Iowa caucuses, although Trump continues to hold a wide lead in political polls. Republican North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum told voters at the state fair yesterday that if he wins the White House, the first thing he will do is change the nation's direction on energy policy. Burgum criticized President Joe Biden for incentivizing electric vehicles, a key part of the administration's strategy to combat climate change. Speaking at the Des Moines Register political soapbox, Burgum said the U.S. should make the most of oil and ethanol production in states like North Dakota and Iowa instead of playing catch up with China to build an EV battery industry. What do we have in Iowa? What do we have in America? We feed the world. We fuel the world. These, this is the powerhouse economy we have. We do not have to be in second place to China on anything. Burgum has called for his state to be carbon neutral by 2030 and is a supporter of proposed pipelines that would capture and store carbon dioxide from ethanol production. Meanwhile, Iowa Democratic Party Chair Rita Hart says Democrats have not yet decided whether to hold their caucuses on the same night as Iowa Republicans. The Iowa GOP announced in July their first-in-the-nation caucuses will be held January 15th. Hart says she's not going to commit to that date until the Iowa Democratic Party's state central committee reaches a consensus. You know, we've said from the very beginning that we would have um, the caucuses on the same day as the Republicans. I certainly would would like to see that 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 we are able to do that. The two major parties have typically held their caucuses the same night as the first voting event in presidential campaign seasons. National Democrats have decided South Carolina will vote first in 2024, followed by four other states. Iowa Republicans have secured the opening spot in their party's 2024 nominating process. Hart says Democrats were not consulted when Republicans announced their caucuses would be held January 15th, the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Hart made her comments during a taping of Iowa Press, which airs tonight on Iowa PBS. 
And Iowa will attempt to set the all-time women's basketball attendance record when it hosts DePaul in an outdoor exhibition at 69,000-seat Kinnick Stadium on October 15th. Iowa was second nationally in attendance last season with an average of 11,143 at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. The Iowa State Fair kicked off yesterday, and most of the crowded field of Republican presidential candidates are appearing there with Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. She's hosting candidate interviews she's dubbed Fairside Chats. And honestly, Clay, when I talk to Iowans, you know, just like as I'm traveling the state, what are you looking for? They, you know, they'll say, hey, I'm looking for a leader that um, will, you know, first of all, respect the people, uh, this country. And most importantly, this is the last thing they say, I want somebody that can win. So they really are, they are kicking the tires. I spoke with Reynolds in her office at the state capitol Wednesday just before she appeared in the opening fair parade in Des Moines. Former President Donald Trump, who is running again and is seen as the front runner, will not be appearing with Reynolds at the fair. He'll be there, though. And he's been critical of Reynolds for not endorsing him. If you pick a side, especially early on, you know, maybe down the road things could be different. But early on, when candidates, when I'm inviting them here and asking them to go to all 99 counties, get out in the state, talk to Iowans, uh, they're not going to do that if they feel like, you know, they've, they don't have a fair shot at it. The, the former president did express frustration with you for remaining neutral in this uh, presidential primary. Do you plan to endorse at some point? Well, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say never, um, you know, but I, I said, you know, I need to maintain neutrality. Uh, I want all candidates to feel welcome. I've said, give me a call. I'll be happy to do an event. I did an event with him right out, right out of the beginning. I think it was yeah. in Davenport. We had a good turnout. Um, I've done it with all of them. If they've asked, I've tried to figure out a way to do it. And I've done multiple events, too, which I'm happy to do as well. I am curious. The former president was uh, recently indicted on some criminal charges for working to overturn the 2020 election. What's your reaction to that? Well, my reaction is I think we have a weaponized uh, Department of Justice and IRS and FBI, and I think we're seeing that. I think Americans feel that there is a two-tier justice system, and it's unfortunate because it's eroding people's confidence uh, in those agencies, and that shouldn't be the case. I think if you take a look of what Hunter Biden, some of the criteria that's been uncovered, uh, and 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 really, I think you know, legitimately has broken the law, and we don't see the same type of consequences with them. People um, are losing confidence in these agencies, and it's really, really unfortunate. And so hopefully, when we elect a new Republican president in 2024, one of the first things they'll do is to really get to the bottom of what we're seeing in some of these agencies, root out the bad, and really restore Iowans and Americans' confidence in our justice system, because it is incredibly important that not only people have confidence in their elections, but they have confidence in their uh, justice system as well. And I, it, both of those are, are being eroded. 
In 2016, uh, former President Donald Trump came in second in the Iowa caucuses, and afterwards he accused the winner, Ted Cruz, of fraud and uh, was questioning the validity of the caucuses. If the, the former president does not win the caucuses, how do you counter any kind of narrative that might come forward that there was fraud in the caucuses? Well, you know, we'll just, we, we'll, there We'll do it right. That's what we always do. That's why we got to secure it again this time because they have confidence in what we're doing. And it's a, you know, this isn't a statewide function. This is a party function. It's kind of like a straw poll where people gather, they take an attendance and they vote, you know. Um, But, you know, what my message will be, uh, you know, this, our role as the First of the Nation Caucus is not to pick a winner. It is to narrow the field, Um, you know, so always keep that in mind. They forget that a lot of times when they talk about Iowa. After the Iowa caucuses, the stage becomes a lot bigger for candidates. Reynolds passed a lot of legislation this year from education savings accounts to banning discussing sexual orientation and gender identity in elementary curriculum. And the question remains, will those kinds of issues and policies play to a national audience? Reynolds seems to think so and points to the way COVID was handled in states across the country. The amount of damage that it did to those children, again, unconscionable. Uh, instead of, you know, teaching reading and math and science and, and civics, we're teaching things that are ancillary to a quality education, and that is all that parents want. And so, yes, it is a winning issue because I talk to parents every day that come up to me and say, thank you. That's Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds speaking with me on Wednesday. She'll be hosting fair side chats with many of the Republican presidential candidates in the coming days at the Iowa State Fair. This is Here First from IPR News. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters. Clay Masters.